Singapore. The British Broadcasting Corporation, in association with the Five Star Theater, proudly present the Marx Brothers in Flywheel, Shyster, and Flywheel. Flywheel, Charster, and Flywheel, Miss Stample speaking. Oh, Mr. Moody, I can hardly hear you. What? Oh, wait a minute. Yes, it's much better now I'm holding the phone up this way. Uh-huh. Yes, Mr. Flywheel's been hoping to hear from you. I'll tell him. Goodbye. Good morning, Mr. Flywheel. Miss Stample, I smell smoke in this office. Have you been smoking my cigars again? Why, of course not, Mr. Flywheel. And it must be me. Either that or the building's on fire. And as we sold the fire alarm last week, we'll never know. A Mr. Moody called Mr. Flywheel. A Mr. Moody called Mr. Flywheel. Make up your mind, Miss Dimple. Either it was Mr. Moody or Mr. Flywheel. I couldn't understand it very well. I think he had a cough. Well, maybe he'll cough up that money he owes me. He might. He said he was coming over later. Coming over? Why doesn't he just send the money? Doesn't he know that talks, too? Hello, boss. Hello, Miss Dimp. Goodbye, boss. Goodbye, Miss Dimp. Goodbye? Ravelli, you only just got here. Sure, but now I go into business for myself. All I need is the one apple. I'm listening. I wish I wasn't, but I'm listening. It's a dead cinch. There's a depression. All the guys that used to have a good job, they out on the streets selling apples. Well, there's no need to gloat, Ravelli. The only difference between you and them is that you never had a good job to begin with. That's it. So I figure they got to get their apples from someplace. So what I do is I take the one apple. I eat the that apple. Well, that's hardly good business sense, Ravelli. You just swallowed your profits whole. Sure, but then I take the pips. Then I planted the pips. And the tree, she grow. And then pretty soon, I got the branches everywhere. And uh, tell me, Ravelli Appleseed, uh, are you looking for partners? Sure, I look for partners. Well, count me out. Don't think I'm not grateful for the offer, though. I hate to think you come into the office just on my account. Say, that reminds me. Your account, she's a no good. I go to the bank to get some money, and they tell me you write too many checks. You got no money left. What do you mean, no money left? Look at all the checks left in this checkbook. Ah, so what I'm telling. I tell your banker you got a money in the bank. I saw you put some in there last year. Well, okay, I'll send him a check. Say, you didn't happen to see an envelope lying around here marked confidential. Sure, it's all right. You ain't the last that I mailed it for you. You mailed it? Why, you sap, it didn't have an address on it. Ah, sure, right. I see it say confidential, and I thought you didn't want anybody to know where it was going. Come in. Mr. Flywheel. I'm Flywheel. What can I do for you? It's about that $300 debt. See here, my good man. I don't like your attitude. I can't pay you the $300. Why didn't you come in yesterday? Yesterday I was out of town. No, no, you don't understand. When I say I can't pay, I can't pay. In these times, a creditor must be lenient. Mr. Flywheel, you took the words right out of my mouth. I'm Mr. Moody. You're Moody? Fork over the $300, you crook, or I'll throw you in jail. Oh. 
<laughs> yes, you said it yourself, that a creditor must be lenient in these times. Well, I haven't got the money, Mr. Flywheel, and that's the truth. Well, I've always heard the truth hurts, and it's killing me now. Gentlemen, I'm broke, and you know the old saying, you can't get blood out of a turnip. Hey, we don't want a blood. You speak for yourself, Ravelli. Uh, now, gentlemen, I am a man of honor. I don't intend to see you cheated. As you know, I'm in the automobile business, and I'd like to leave you one of my vehicles as security until I can raise the 300. Hey, boss, we got a car. Keep out of this, Ravelli. Listen, Moody, uh, what sort of car is it? A... Uh, You'll find it parked right outside. The license number is X-13. Now, wait a minute, Moody. Here's the keys. I got a dash now. (laughs) Pleasure doing business with you. Moody, come back. Come back. Hey, boss, let's go down and take a look at our new car. Well, I'll go look at it. I'm not very crazy about this proposition. I've had a strong prejudice against autos ever since you were struck by one. Ah, sure, right. I wasn't hurt very bad. I know. And the driver even refused to come back and take a second crack at you. Well, I know see a nice new shiny car anywhere. I knew that guy Moody was a phony. There's no car parked in front of this building, just that old sightseeing bus. Hey, boss, look at the license under that bus. Exit 13. What? That can't be Moody's car. That bus is an imposter. There's the license. Exit 13. Well, this bus is a great disappointment to me. I visualized a coupe. Why, that boat is as big as a house. Maybe it's a houseboat. <laughs> it can be a houseboat. There's no water under it. Hey, and not only that, it ain't even finished. There's no roof on this bus. Maybe they should call it the Ravelli model. What do you mean? You know, missing something up top. <laughs> We're missing 300 bucks. Don't worry, we'll soon make it back. There's plenty of money to be made in the sightseeing business. But, boss, we ain't in the sightseeing business. We are now. But... People, they can see things anyway. Why they pay for something like that? Because they'll get to see it all from the comfort of a luxury tour bus. Yeah, where we get a luxury tour bus? Why, X-13, of course. Liquor paint, new seat covers. New seats? Trust me, Ravelli, this will be a class operation. We'll get old Gruber, the tailor, to run us up some uniforms. We'll have our own livery. I'll have brass buttons and epaulets on mine. Hey, now you talk, boss. I take onions and gravy on mine. I see you are admiring my handiwork. No, we're just trying on these uniforms you made for us, Mr. Gruber. They're wunderbar. Hey, boss, I only got one leg in these pants. Ravelli, you idiot, that's an usherette skirt for the local movie house. What, so? The question of payment? Well, there's no answer to that. I told you here, Gruber, that this was backed by solid gold collateral. Uh-huh. Boss, don't you mean solid rust collateral? Quadravelli. This time, Gruber, I'm as good as my word. Come on, I'll show you your collateral. You'll see. What? This? <laughs> this is my collateral? That's right, Gruber. Isn't she a beauty? This pile of yunk. Hey, don't knock those tires. I just had those ball patches polished. Maybe mm-hmm. I could do the same for you. <laughs> How unprofessional can you get, folks? It's a very clever wig. <laughs> <laughs> the 
it. Take up those uniforms now. Boss, I can't drive around naked. I get arrested. Relax, Ravelli. You haven't got a license. You'll get arrested anyway. <laughs> get them off. Don't be so hasty, Gruber. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a part of the business. Any part that falls off while we're driving around, you can keep. Nine. I make another deal with you. I'll take ten percent of every ticket sold until the debt's paid up. I want this venture to succeed. And we've got our first customer. What? Ravelli, take his dollar. Okay, boss. Uh, Don't worry, Gruber. You'll get ten cents of it back. Now get aboard the bus and let Ravelli get on with pulling in the rest of the suckers. All right, boss. Roll up, roll up, and get your tickets for the fly-by-wheel tours. Get your tickets here. New York, like you never seen it before. Uh, excuse me. How, how do you mean New York like you, you've never seen it? We go to Boston. <laughs> Actually, I was on my way to City Hall. Okay, we drop you off. On the bus you get. Oh? There your nice tickets here. Only got a 39 left. Get your tickets. Herbert, we've only got one day in New York, and I want to see all the sights. Oh, look, a tour. We must go. Oh, but, dear, look at the bus. Oh, that's so typical of you, always trying to spoil my fun. Yeah, you come aboard and let us spoil your fun. <laughs> come on, you see all the landmarks. Oh, yes, let's. Do you go to the Empire State Building and Madison Square Garden? Uh, are they in New York? <laughs> well, yes. Then we go there. On you get Thank you. Herbert, pay the man. Yes, dear. Thank you. Come on now, get your tickets. Special offer. Buy two, get a non-free. Hey, what's going on here? Hey, you got a nice little uniform like me. Listen, buddy, this is a policeman's uniform, not some dandy chauffeur's duds. Do you own us here, sightseeing bus? Sure. You want to buy it? No, I don't. All I know is parked right here, and nobody can get it to fire hydrant. Ah, sure, right. We're not twisty. <laughs> get in that bus and get it out of my sight. I'm aboard, Ravelli. We've got enough customers for a tour. Why, officer, how kind. A police escort for the inaugural trip of fly-by-wheel tours. Is the mayor here, too? Get the crate out of here. Yes, why don't we go? I'll buy that. Why don't we start, Ravelli? I can't find the little pin you step on to start it. That's not it. <laughs> Quick thinking, Ravelli. That's not it either. <laughs> I think I got it now. Well, what do you know? It works. Drive on, Ravelli. Drive on what? Well, preferably on the street. And they're off. Some fun, eh, boss? Hey, I give you a race. How can we race when we're both in the same vehicle? That's easy, boss. You sit on one side and I sit on the other. <laughs> Watch where you're going and slow down until the back of the bus catches up with us. It's still a block behind. No, boss, it's me. I'm a block ahead. I know, but slow down anyway. <laughs> That's better. I'll start the spiel. Ladies and gentlemen, and Gruber, welcome to Fly-By-Wheel Tours, sponsored by your friendly neighborhood tailor, Herr Gruber. Suits, uh, I beg your pardon, suits, alterations, uniforms, and marching through Poland. <laughs> Generous credit terms available. That's the old sourpuss over there. Why don't we all go upstairs? Wouldn't the view be better? Only if you stay down here. How dare you! Yes, I really must protest. Oh, shut up, Herbert! He was only joking! 
excuse me. Uh, when do I get to Shitty Hall? As soon as you run a decent campaign and get enough votes. <laughs> uh, to your right is Capitol Hill. To your left, the Lincoln Memorial. What? This isn't Washington? Ravelli, you idiot. You bought the wrong guidebook. So just to change some names around. Okay, I'll busk it. Just like me. I'm a busset, too. <laughs> well, next time, take a tram. It'll be safer for all of us. Now, on your left, ladies and gentlemen, is the Hudson River. Looking out across the bay, you can just see Ellis Island, where hopeful immigrants are registered in an effort to keep the criminal element out. Of course, it doesn't always work that way. Hence, Ravelli. <laughs> Further mountains, the bay like Staten Island, so named when the earliest Indian inhabitants stared across into the mist and said, Is Staten Island? <laughs> Now you know why there are no Indians left in New York. But we aren't even anywhere near the harbor, nor Shitty Hall, come to that. So use your imagination a little, can't you? What do you expect for a dollar, the Grand Canyon? Hey, boss, you should have said we was going to the Grand Canyon. I think I just missed the turn for it. Ravelli, if one day you should be driving along and come to it, remember to drive straight ahead. Oh, excuse me, but what's that big building we just went by? Which building? You'll have to speak faster, madam. It's gone already. Well, then what's that building we're coming to? You'll have to speak slower. We haven't got there yet. Well, now what are we passing? Why, uh, uh, that's the tomb of General Grant. Oh, uh, Grant's tomb is up on Riverside Drive. Well, he lost all his money in the stock market crash and had to move to a cheaper neighborhood. There, Herbert, don't you feel stupid now? Any more idiotic questions before I continue with the tour? Yes. What's that idiotic thing on your right? Don't be alarmed. That's just Ravelli. <laughs> Hey, boss, you don't know nothing. I take over his guide and show them some of the finest sights New York has to offer. Okay, but this better not be the burlesque house with a hole in the dancer's dressing room wall. Oh, uh, what burlesque house might that be, Mr. Ravelli? Down, Gruber. No, not that, boss. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the time for the in-tour entertainment. So now, I pass it. I'm very fond of meat In fact, I'm fond of anything That's really good to eat I'm fond of fish and fruit And all the rest But here's the thing I really like the best Gorgonzola Gorgonzola Three cheers for the green, white and blue Gorgonzola, Gorgonzola It's good for me and plenty good for you It's plenty useful when you give a dinner for your chums You leave it on the table and they eat up all the crumbs Gorgonzola, Gorgonzola Three cheers for the green, white and blue The smell of roses and the scent of new moon hay. The scent of gorgonzola comes in handy in the way. Supposing you are hungry late at night. What is it you can find without a light? Gorgonzola, gorgonzola. Three cheers for the green, white and blue. For you. 
A brighter he breaking one night upon the stroke of four. But what was it that jumped on him and pinned him to the floor? Napoleon goes to Waterloo, but soon away he runs. Cause what did Mr. Wellington he fire from his guns? Gorgonzola, Gorgonzola, three cheers for the green, white and blue. Hey, if you see Count Dracula, his eyes all red with lust. What make him shout, oh no, not that, and crumble into dust. Gorgonzola, Gorgonzola, three cheers for the green, white and blue. When Christopher Columbus, he get lost upon the sea, what made him spell his way back home to good old Italy? Gorgonzola, Gorgonzola, three cheers for the green, white and blue. So, keep your Swiss cheese, give me this. Ladies and gentlemen, we're now approaching. Say, what are we approaching? And if you're not driving the bus, Ravelli, who is? That's all right. I put it on automatic. This bus doesn't have automatic. Hey, you mean it's been swaying like this all on its own? Ravelli, grab the wheel. I'm sorry we missed it. Why are you sorry? That was City Hall. Don't worry, boss. This is just as easy for me as riding a bicycle. Can you ride a bicycle? Well, I could if I didn't always fall off. I feel if you crash and ruin those uniforms, I... Panic, Gruber. If we crash and all get killed, you can have the uniforms back. Oh, I tried to tell you, dear. And I'm telling you for the last time, Herbert, stop spoiling my fun! I just hope this crate has got four-wheel brakes. Gosh, I don't think it's got four wheels. And I forget to tell you, the brakes, they broke. What, broke brakes? Well, take your foot off the gas. Okay, but it to do no good. Why not? The gas, she broke too. Ravelli, is there anything on this bus that isn't broken? Sure, boss, the steering wheel. But that doesn't work. Don't you imbeciles try throwing out the clutch! Hey, Pathead, what's the idea? Well, he's telling me to throw out of the clutch. But I don't think it worked, though. Ah, Gosh, I no can control it anymore. I always wanted to make a big impact on Broadway, but this isn't what I had in mind. Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to crash. Fly-by wheel tours wishes to apologize for any inconvenience caused. Driving with undue care, 
14 counts of reckless driving. Shall I go on? Yeah, and don't stop till you get to the city limits. We didn't. <laughs> Mr. Flywheel. I'll tell you what, Judge. I'll swap you three counts of reckless driving for two counts of shoplifting. Mr. Flywheel. That's not how the legal system works. All right, then I'll swap you three counts of reckless driving for five counts of shoplifting. That's my best offer. Take it or leave it. Mr. Flywheel, where is your legal counsel? Your Honor, if it so pleases the court, I will conduct the defense myself. It does. Hey, I think I tried this. Your Honor, if it so pleases the court, I go home now. <laughs> Sit down, Mr. Abelly. Now, if we can return to the charges... You are indicted as follows. How do you plead? Dangerous driving? Guilty. Not guilty. <laughs> driving without a license? Not guilty. guilty. <laughs> Operating a sightseeing tour without a license? Guilty. Not guilty. How can one of you plead guilty and the other plead not guilty? It's not my fault he keeps guessing wrong. <laughs> and before we continue, I'd like to register an official complaint about the time it's taken to bring this case to court. I hardly think that six weeks is excessive, Mr. Flywheel, considering that the prosecution had to wait for the plaintiff to be released from hospital. That's exactly my point. Six weeks is hardly any time at all to bribe a jury. <laughs> Ahem. Who is appearing for the prosecution? Well, I am, Your Honor. Oh, Donald dear. Sputnik, representing the plaintiff. I'm prepared to proceed with the case. Hey, George, that's an affair. We no know we have to prepare anything for this. I call for a mistrial. I don't think she's here, boss. <laughs> well, I'll have a recess. Where? There, right above the left molar. Gentlemen, <laughs> please. Continue with the case, Mr. Sputnik. Thank you, Your Honor. I have with me the four unfortunates who happened to be riding in the fly-by-wheel tour bus at the time. You, Judgy, here we are, and we're going to get those nasty men for you, aren't we, Herbie? <laughs> aren't we, Herbie? Yes, dear. Silence in court. I now call my first witness. Hey, boss, is that Aradame from the tour bus? Would you please tell the court your name? Uh, uh, Daisy. And your second name? Maisie. And what is your recollection of the crash? <laughs> Hazy. <laughs> Maisie, Maisie, and Hazy. Objection. On what grounds? Not only is the defense painting the witness Snow White, she's brought the seven dwarfs with her as well. <laughs> Overruled. Continue with the questioning. Come now, Spoutnik. Hasn't this poor woman been put through enough without you prolonging her agony? Very well. Uh, no further questions, Your Honor. Then I wish to cross-examine. Miss Daisy, for what reason were you on your way to City Hall? I was going to sit my bar exam. Then why weren't you on your way to the city bar? Why, I And was. is it your ambition to devote yourself to the bar? Yes, it is. You see, Your Honor, how can you accept this woman's testimony when she's nothing but a bar fly? <laughs> I would like to call my next witness. I call Herr Otto Gruber. Ha, ha, ha. Hey, boss, he's an Otto, and I always thought he was a weasel. <laughs> Herr Gruber, uh, would you please raise your right hand? Nine. It's still in plaster up to my shoulder. Uh, Herr Gruber, have you received a cent in payment for the uniforms you supplied to the defendants? Absolutely not. There's a very simple reason for that, Your Honor. 
He never asked for a cent. He asked for three hundred dollars. That was the worst of the uniforms. Three hundred dollars for those ripped and charred old rags? They look like they've been in a car crash. <laughs> well, that's what they were, thanks. Thanks to your stupidity. Oh, and by the way, here's your ten cents. Huh? But, but what's this for? Why, that's your cut of the ticket receipts, of course. You are part owner of the business, after all. What? Why wasn't I informed of this? Because you were too busy banging your hammer and yelling objection over roll, that's why. <laughs> your Honor, I had no idea. Finally, we're getting at the truth of the matter. Mr. Gruber, this means you're as responsible for the actions of fly-by-wheel tours as anyone. I have no choice but to miss your evidence. Nine. Nine. This isn't happening to me. Oh. Stand down, Gruber. You've had your say. I now call Emmanuel Ravelli to the stand, who, for reasons of anonymity, wishes to be known only as Mr. X. <laughs> hey, boss, you want I should take the oath? Do you intend to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? No. Then don't take it. <laughs> now, uh, Ravelli, would you tell the court why you wish to be known as Mr. X? Well, that's what it says on my checks. <laughs> now, before the crash, you ran a red light. Kindly explain to the court just what you thought you were doing. Well, the red light, she means danger. I want to get past it, quick. <laughs> so it was purely out of concern for passenger safety. Ah, so right. And so, Mr. X, were you actually driving the bus at the moment of impact? No, I'm a no driving. Just as I thought, Your Honor. If he wasn't driving the bus at the time, then how could he be responsible for the crash? I rest my case. Hey, boss, we do pretty good, eh? Quad Ravelli, we're not out of the woods yet. Thank you, Mr. X. You may step down. But, Your Honor, I, I've had no opportunity to cross-examine. I wouldn't if I was you. Well, then I call my final witness. I call Herbert Meekfellow to the stand. Go on, Herbie. Go and get him. Three cheers for Herbie. Hip, hip. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Meekfellow, were you or were you not a passenger on the inaugural route of fly-by-wheel tours? He was. Quiet in court. I was. And is it true that the two men in the dock were directly responsible for the crash? You tell Derby. No. Wow. I said it. No. No. What do you think of that? Hey, boss, I could have sworn it was us causing the crash. <laughs> I know, but I'm planning to pin it on you alone if this goes against us. Now, Mr. Meek fellow, you previously said... No, that's what I said. <laughs> Feels good, too. No. Herbie, what are you saying? This could be a wild guess, but I think he's saying no. That's right, I am. No. <laughs> and it's Herbert, not Herbie. Oh, don't you talk to me like that. Oh, I won't be talking to you at all soon. <laughs> I'm a free man now. No. <laughs> I said it. I can do whatever I like. No. <laughs> Goodbye, prune face. <laughs> If only there was an Academy Award for radio. <laughs> Silence! Silence in court. In view of the circumstances, I have no choice but to find for the defendants 
Case dismissed. But your honor! Boss, we won, we won. What do you know? There really is a first time for everything. Won? What do you mean? This is an outrage. Mr. Flywheel, I find for you. You won. I don't care. I demand a retrial. Oh, why? I have my reputation to think about. <laughs> What a pleasant surprise. So they finally took the cast off, Mr. Gruber. Yeah. But I still find myself in need of a little legal advice. So, what sort of a sentence would the uh, man charged with assault get? Hmm? Would that be aggravated assault? Very aggravated assault. And the, with a particular weapon, uh, like the... Uh, the gear shipped from an old sightseeing bus. Mm, well, this is a tricky one. Um, aggravated assault. Mm -hmm. Why, well, throw the book at him. Oh. At least 30 years to life with no hope of parole. <laughs> Good. Then it's still worth it. Come here, Flywheel. Come to Gruber. Gruber, no. Put that gear shift down. Can't we come to some sort of an arrangement? Mm, that sort. That sort. I'll give you 20% of the business. No! You have been listening to Flywheel Shyster and Flywheel, starring Michael Roberts as Groucho Marx as Waldorf the Flywheel and Frank Lazarus as Chico Marx as Emmanuel Rebelli. Also starring Lorelei King, Graham Hoadley, and special guest stars Spike Milligan and Dick Bosborough. The lyrics were by Dick Cosborough and Frank Lazarus, and the music was arranged and conducted by David Perman. The script was written by Nat Perrin and Arthur Sheikman, and was adapted by Mark Frissenden. The producer was Dirk Mag. Michael Roberts and Frank Lazarus are back again with more Marx Brothers humour tomorrow night on Radio 3 in A Night at the Wasteland.